You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Madness, you play as student wizards who foolishly opened an ancient book and released imprisoned monsters. Reseal the book page by page, while avoiding the creep of madness. To win, you must work together, learn new spells, master the elements, and try not to lose your mind. The Big Book of Madness is a cooperative game using deck-building mechanics. This original experience offers exciting challenge for all players, novices, and experts. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum. This is Justin, and I am bringing you a review of the Big Book of Madness by LO Games. This is a 2-5 player game, plays in 60-90 to 90 minutes, and has an MSRP of $41.99. First impressions and overview of the game. This is a cooperative deck building game. You are working together to try and build up your spell deck a little bit more powerful as you go through the pages of this book and going through the rounds and kind of going round robin in that sense that you're trying to defeat whatever evil madness is creeping out of that page and when you do you move to the next page and when you get to the final page of the book there's a kind of a big boss fight sort of situation and when you get there you better be prepared because that tends to be a bit tougher. One thing that is interesting in this game in particular is when you're playing cards and you're using the game, the amount that the game board advances and how much time you have left to play the game is kind of tied to your actions and your use of the cards and how you defeat certain things in the deck, which I think is a fantastic way to put a little pressure on yourself. So I do enjoy it for that. It does portray itself as a deck building game. It does have a lot of those deck building mechanics attached to it. What spells you're grabbing, what things you're enhancing to build your deck to kind of combo yourself and get your basic spells into library spells. And then those will combo into things like you can get more draws. If you get more draws, you might be able to do more abilities with it. And to defeat curses, you have to spend specific elements for those particular curses. The game scales very well, I will say as well. The only issue I typically had with scaling is when we played it with higher player counts, the ability to really do something per page of the Grimoire is you almost only got like one, maybe two attempts within a higher player count game because of the way the advancement works. Because if you don't advance fast enough and the time marker makes its full rotation, well, then you have to take the penalty and the bad stuff happens. So it's interesting in that sense. Like most deck builders, you'll get madness cards and madness cards are essentially cards that are added to your deck and they are dead. They don't do anything for you. So when you draw them, you're kind of stuck with them. But you can get rid of them and purge and cure some of your madnesses but like most tech building games once they're in there they become a little dead cards and they're a little bit i wouldn't say tough to deal with but tough to play around things i liked about big book of madness is it oozes theme the characters the art the components all really have this nice Lovecraft meets Hogwarts sort of vibe, and I can totally get behind that aesthetic. The player board itself is nice and small because it's just really a dashboard to hold the books. The decks you're building yourselves are actually little mini cards, so they don't even hold up a lot of space. And likewise, it comes with a nice little tray to store everything in. The game itself is relatively nice and self-contained. 
One thing I did like especially well is the actual Grimoire cards act as page turners. So some of them are your openers. There's only four of those. There's one that acts as the back page of the book that kind of gives you, you, you either win or you lose. So you can have a nice variety of books throughout the game. So which one is your cover monster kind of rotates, but they all kind of gravitate towards, yeah, these are the ones that are a little bit easier to deal with. And there are four of them that are kind of themed off of each element. Likewise, the guts of the book can go all over the place. So some of them are really interesting, some of them are tougher than others, and there's a bit of a luck of the draw on your setup on this game. Those are some of the great things I did enjoy a lot about it. The one thing I will say that I did not necessarily enjoy so much about Big Book of Madness, and I think the opportunity is there, is while it does a little bit of fun with the deck building mechanic, I don't feel it does anything really original with the deck building parts of the game itself playing games like Battle for Hogwarts or even Marvel Legendary, it kind of falls into that same bucket, just with a different theme. There's character powers that kind of separate that a little bit, but likewise, the Harry Potter Battle for Hogwarts deck building game does a very similar feature. The only thing I would say that does separate it from other deck builders isn't the deck building mechanic, but it's using your actions to destroy curses because of that time element in the game. While it's not real time, you do have that what you do in your turn can potentially affect how many things can happen to you. While it is a good, I would say, entry level to maybe second tier deck building game, if you're already into a lot of deck builders, this may not do anything truly fancy or unique for yourself. So if you like the theme, I think it's a great game for its theme and its components. I think it has a lot of merit in that. The Big Book of Madness, right off the cover box, really does show what it is and is not shy about it, and it leans right into that. If that is not your theme, you may not enjoy any part of this book. And if you want something a little bit more, I would say maybe family-friendly and less monstrous, then the Hogwarts Battle Card game would be a little bit more thematically appropriate. But mechanically, I think that one gets a little bit more complex than the Big Book of Madness. But both are really good School of Witchcraft and Wizardry or School of Magic deck builder themes. At $41.99, I think it's a little high on that spectrum. This definitely feels more like a $25 to $30 game. The components are nice quality. I will not discredit for that, but there's not a lot to it beyond that. The board itself is small. The box is a little bit smaller. In that just presentation, it does not feel like it's a $40 game that I'm holding when I look at it. If you can get it on sale for closer to that $25 to $30 range, I think you're finding a great deal on it. That has been our thoughts from Tabletop Arcanum on the Big Book of Madness by Ello. If you'd like our reviews and content, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, so you can make sure you get the most up-to-date information. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're also on YouTube. Thank you for listening, and happy gaming! Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.